Time once again for a wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Hi, Denny. How are you holding up in this cold <laughs> climate of ours? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 you know, as growing up here as I have, I thought, how come it's getting worse? How come, <laughs> how come I'm not getting used to this after all these years? How about you? I hope you're doing well. Growing up here as I have, I thought, how come it's getting worse? How come, <laughs> how come I'm not getting used to this after all these years? How about you? I hope you're doing well. Same thing. I think the. When you get a little older, your blood gets thinner or something. I, I used to like going out in the cold. I don't like it so much anymore. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> of course, I was a little more active than you'd cross-country ski or downhill ski right. or go skating or something like that. I wouldn't think of doing any of that stuff anymore. I'm with you. What uh, what what can we do today, though, well, to talk about? I thought, in as much as the weather's so cold, maybe we ought to talk about some hot drinks. And they're always in order. You know, it's very fun. If you've ever been to any of the Christmas fairs in Europe, they all serve hot mulled wine. Or if you're up in Scandinavia, glug. And it's a simple recipe. It's a really good use of wine, red wine you're not too crazy about. Because you usually uh, the classic recipe for mulled wine is take a bottle of red wine, a cup of apple cider, half a cup of brandy, the juice of one orange, and a quarter cup of simple syrup. Now, simple syrup is nothing more than hot water that's saturated with sugar. Equal parts of sugar and hot water. In other words, say you're making a cup of syrup, take a cup of sugar and then a cup of boiling hot water and mix them, and it's saturated, and that's simple syrup. And that's very popular to have with any kind of uh, warm alcoholic drinks is that syrup. And it's simple, and there's recipes everywhere, so I'm not really going to go into that. But mulled wine is always nicely garnished with a cinnamon stick, I think. Uh, and like I say, the, on a cold day, mulled wine is really a wonderful thing. Uh, so you want to use a very inexpensive wine because you're adding apple cider and brandy and syrup, etc. You don't want to use a good bottle of wine. Uh, something very modest and in a red wine. Uh, that's great. And a hot toddy, you know, I remember as a, a little boy uh, when we'd get a sore throat or something and we didn't have all the wonderful medications that we have today, my mother would take a little whiskey, a little honey, and some lemon juice and hot water, and you'd have to drink that down a little bit. It didn't taste so bad because of the lemon juice and the sweetener in there. Uh, but a hot toddy is basically that. Uh, and today, of course, we have a wonderful bourbon called Jeffers Creek that makes the best hot toddies I've ever had. And what we do with our Jeffers Creek isn't far from my mother's remedial cough medicine, which we use an ounce and a half of Jeffers Creek whiskey, two tablespoons of honey, and two ounces of boiling hot water, garnish it with a lemon peel, and I'm telling you, that is a wonderful hot toddy. You know, when you're thinking about a hot toddies, you can mix so many things with them. Whiskey comes to mind in this hot toddy, of course, uh, but the preferred mixes are usually rum. And rum, it just lends itself to hot grog and things like that. But today we're very fortunate because we have so many flavored uh, bourbons, so many flavored vodkas, etc. You can add a lot of flavor your hot drinks that you couldn't do before. You know, flavored vodkas, there must be 75 of them. 
And uh, gin can make a hot drink that's pretty good, too. But you want a gin that has lots of flavor to it. Uh, and, and, of course, if you, when you make those things with gin, add lemon and tea. It makes a world of difference. It makes a great hot toddy, just gin, hot tea, very strong hot tea, like Irish breakfast or English breakfast tea, and a little lemon is delicious. And, of course, Irish coffee, who can deny the pleasure of a cup of Irish coffee? You know, the, the story behind Irish coffee is very fascinating, I think. The uh, Years and years ago, Shannon Airport was a must-stop. The planes didn't have the range they have today, and so they'd have to stop and refill. And the closest spot to the United States coast was uh, Ireland, Shannon. And the planes would all stop there. And, of course, Shannon uh, has a bit of rough weather in that. It seems that one night a plane took off, and it was up in the air for about a half hour, and they determined it was just too rough, and they came back to Shannon. Well, there was a hotel built at Shannon because very often people had to be stranded overnight on these stop-offs for the planes. And wherever you went in Europe, you had to go to Shannon first because it was the closest. And this is back in the... Uh, the early 50s, right after World War II. And so the chef at the restaurant there at Shannon Airport felt so sorry for all those poor people in the cold, damp weather that he created Irish coffee. And Irish coffee, of course, is a very simple drink. It's uh, good, strong coffee, a little brown sugar, and topped with cream, not whipped cream, but cream, heavy cream. And in fact, there's a restaurant in San Francisco called Buena Vista. It's right down, right in the bay, down at the foot of, I forget the street, but anyway, everybody in San Francisco knows it because that most people think that's the home of Irish coffee. Well, it really isn't. Shannon Airport was, but the owner of Buena Vista went to Shannon and uh, saw these drinks, came home and tried to make them, couldn't do it, and went back to Shannon to see the dairy farmers and how they could get cream that would float on top of the coffee. Well, he was able to discover that when he was in uh, Shannon, brought that secret back and talked to a dairyman outside of San Francisco, and it was born. And today they sell between two and 3,000 cups a day of Irish coffee at the Buena Vista. If you're out in San Francisco and you've never had a Buena Vista Irish coffee, may I suggest you go ahead and try it. It's one of the best Irish coffees you'll ever have. But Irish coffee is pretty easy to make at home yourself. And, of course, hot buttered rum is wonderful, too. Um, I can't remember who first introduced me to that, but you, you take about two ounces of rum, a couple tablespoons of softened butter, a tablespoon of brown sugar, add some hot water, about three or four ounces, and you've got a hot buttered rum that'll make anything, no matter how cold it is, toasty warm. And you can use, instead of brown sugar and all these, honey. Honey is a great thing. I had a, a tequila hot chocolate uh, a couple of years ago, and it, it struck me as an odd combination, so I thought I'd try it. It was surprisingly very good. 
because, you know, adult hot chocolate is a wonderful, wonderful warm weather drink. We all remember hot chocolate from our youth, and we remember it fondly. And uh, adult hot chocolate is just wonderful. All you're doing is adding spirits to it, whether that be uh, rum or whiskey or uh, vodka, whatever. Also, in those adult hot chocolate, what really is good our chocolate uh, or coffee liqueurs. Tia Maria is good, and we have one called Luisa. And Luisa is a wonderful uh, liqueur for after dinner, but a great mixer uh, to have with just coffee. And Luisa's got caramel, coffee, and pecan-flavored liqueur, whereas, you know, Tia Maria and Kahlua are primarily coffee-only Louisa has caramel and pecan with, mixed with that coffee, and what a marvelous flavor it is when it's uh, blended together. And then for just a say you want a simple hot weather, uh, hot drink for this cold, cold weather, how about just hot apple cider? You just mix rum, apple cider, and cinnamon, heat them up, and boy, is that good. And I suggest that when you do that hot apple cider, use a spice drum that has a little more flavor and is very interesting, enjoyable, simple. I could say just just rum and hot apple cider and make that rum a little spiced, and it's wonderful. Incidentally, all these recipes, you can uh, see them on our Haskell's website. And also, you just can Google them for that matter. It's so easy today. I remember... We created a drink, or a friend of mine created a drink. His name was Lester Gruber, and he had a restaurant which is still in operation in Detroit called the London Chop House. And Lester was a tinkerer with drinks. He founded the Chop House in '38, and I didn't meet him until, oh, golf, uh, late '60s, early '70s. And he invented the Bullshot, which was a popular drink. You don't see it around much anymore. It was vodka mixed with hot bouillon or consomme, and it made a wonderful drink. And I was thinking the other day, I'll bet you that would be a terrific hot drink. Tried it, and by golly, it was the bull shot. Very simple, your favorite spirits, or then you just fill it up with hot bouillon or, or consomme or beef broth, and you're off to the races with a wonderful drink there. Of course, lattes are wonderful drinks that everybody knows from the coffee houses. Those can be uh, perked up a bit with your favorite spirit, too. Uh, Tom and Jerry, eggnog. A friend of mine used to drink scotch and warm milk on cold days. I don't know whether I could ever get into that, but he sure liked it. And the mixers you have today are just so wonderful. There's one called rum cha-cha, which is a chocolate, milk, and caramel liqueur. And it can make any drink that much better if you're having a hot drink rum cha-cha how about a white hot chocolate and i already mentioned irish coffee mexican coffee is pretty good too Uh, the only difference is you use a little tequila in it but other than that it's the same as irish coffee but i think you get the idea here in this cold weather you can turn everything around by feeling good about at least inside if you have a hot drink And these hot drinks are just delicious. But, you know, you have to be careful. It's like when people have punch or something. Uh, The liquor in these drinks 
is sort of hidden by the heat. So you have to be very, very careful not to drink too many. They go down so easy. It's cold. I'll have another. The problem is you don't know how powerful they are, and most of them are made pretty powerful with an ounce and a half or two ounces of liqueur. So be very, very careful as you drink these things. Uh, One is probably enough for anybody, plus they're very rich in calories and usually delicious with that whipped cream or garnishment that they've added, something sweet to it, honey, etc. So it has a little more calories than your usual drink. So, But be careful. You don't want to over-consume these, and that's easy to do because, indeed, if there's anything good about this terribly cold weather, it's having a really wonderful hot drink. Oh, that does sound mighty fine. And uh, I tell you what, if uh, you want to, to find some great ingredients, you just visit any one of the Haskell's locations. That's right. The folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine, but we also talk about liquor quite a bit, too. And they can guide you with whatever mix you want to enhance these cold-weather drinks. There's a little hot uh, toddy in the cold weather. is really something that is wonderful, and the folks at Haskell's have loads of recipes. They all know what kind of hot toddy drinks you might want. And like I say, you can make your own, but it's all available at Haskell's. And don't forget, we are the wine people. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars. Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior. There's a Haskell's in Faribault, right off of 35. Our super seller up in Mabel Grove is not to be missed. There's a Haskell's in downtown Minneapolis where we have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. At Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. If you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. Don't forget, we are the wine people, and we have been delivering for 87 years. So Haskell's does deliver. Just call and stay in the cozy confines of your own house and order whatever your wine and spirits or beer cider needs are from the folks at Haskell's. Sounds mighty fine. Jack, stay warm, and uh, we'll talk to you one week from today. Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Thanks very much. Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Now, get those lawn and garden questions ready. Coming along next hour, Master Gardener Teresa Rooney will be answering those uh, lawn and garden questions. Yes, lawn and garden talk, even with these chilly temperatures, although we're going to be near 29 today, so enjoy it while it's here. And then in the 10 o'clock hour, don't forget, uh, we'll be, have another visit with our veterinarian friend, Dr. Gene Geske, in the 10 o'clock hour. So if you have a, a pet at home and you want to get uh, some questions answered, by all means, stay tuned for that 10 o'clock hour here on News Talk 830-WCCO. Uh, coming here uh, in the Twin Cities now, again, 29 degrees, but right now, enjoy it. It's 17. Stay with us here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. 